for our second interview of the episode, we have four players from Boys Varsity Basketball. We have Trayvon Blackett, Isaiah Walker, Lance Henry, and Jaden McKenzie. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Good, good, good. good. What's right. up, yeah? I know I'll take you guys away from practice. I apologize, but this is a must-hear interview. Of course. So let's get into it. Lance Henry and Trayvon, all-conference. Jaden yeah. McKenzie, Isaiah Walker. All County, Isaiah Walker, Conference Player of the Year. Unanimous decision. Thank you. Thank How you. did it feel to win and be recognized from all of you? Gonna go first. Um, yeah, Church. That was good. Like it's like my first year. Like, and I feel like I had a lot of accomplishments, not just me, like the team itself. You know, so it feels good. Alright. I mean, it's good to get acknowledged, all of us, but we didn't win anything, so that's that's our goal right now. Ready to win championships. Yeah, like me too. Like winning all conference, you know. Like it's great to get recognized for personal achievements, but we have bigger goals. Like we're trying to win a championship here, so you know it's all just part of the process. Um, I'm actually very proud of every single body that's on the team. Um, for me myself, you know, it's it's huge because you know I'm I'm not only you know here for scoring, but I do all the small stuff. But all that's not gonna matter until I we get what we're here for, which is a ring and jacket, and to go upstate again. And now this postseason, regular season, you guys ended with a 52 to 11 senior night win over Hicksville. How did it feel to How did it feel to perform on senior night? And I know for you, Isaiah, you had a big head, classic head <laughs> of you in the crowd. How did it feel when you guys were being honored and walking out with your families? Um, it felt pretty amazing, you know, because. It, it's not the last home game, but it's like a special night because, you know, it's going to be like the last time I'm actually with my guys again. So, yeah, it was it was very special. Yeah, you know, it was, it's good to, like, see all the, the whole community come out and support. You know, like, the, the bleachers are packed. Everybody's screaming your name. It's just it's a great feeling. Honestly, I was about to cry. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> that was my next question, I, if you guys felt any emotion during the... Yeah. During the... National anthem. National anthem. I was about to cry because like thinking about it, like it's really one of the last times they're gonna be playing. Like we have to really find yeah. somewhere else. Like that's crazy to think about. Like we've been here four years. Yeah, like it didn't really hit me during the starting lineups <laughs> and all that, but once the ref threw the ball up <laughs> and the tip, it was like, yo, man. Like, nah, definitely right after the game. Like once I got home, and like I'm seeing all the like fat heads, all the <laughs> all the things that like everybody made. It definitely hit me. Like wow, like I'm really a senior. We only have what a couple months together left, yeah, and that's it. You just gotta work through it all. Yeah, to value every moment. But long before the senior night game, you guys clinched a postseason spot for the 10th straight year and a conference championship for the ninth time in 10 years. But for many, that's not a huge accomplishment. No, for many, that is a huge accomplishment, but for you guys, it isn't. Can you guys talk to me about why that's the case? Yeah, I think like we just have bigger goals than everybody else. Like, I feel like um, most people are satisfied with just a conference championship. Nah. We want it all. We want a we want a Long Island championship. We want a state championship. We want a federation championship if if we can, you know. Like we we just always want the best. For you, Jaden, you average eight point one points per game on the season. And obviously that's not the most glaring stat because you're Baldwin's resident playmaker. If at all, are you looking to expand your role to be more of an aggressive scorer as playoff time comes around? Um, I'm ready to do whatever the team needs me to do to win. That's that's all I care about. I could have zero points. And 50 assists, if that's what I have to do to win, I'm fine with that. For you, Isaiah, you average nine points, eight rebounds. What is the chip on your shoulder that makes you play so aggressive every single night out on the floor? Um, 
it's it's really the the team. Like like I I really put my all into every single play, no matter what side are we on for them. Like I I do everything with a hundred and ten percent on the line. Whether it's taking charges, whether it's getting fifteen boards, whether it's scoring. I, I literally do whatever it takes to win with these guys. And with that number 24 on the back, that obviously is because of Kobe Bryant, who's Definitely. been the talk of the sports world over the past few weeks because of his passing. Talk to me about the impact he has had on you as both a player and a person. Um, as a player, I looked up to Kobe since I was young. Like Every jersey I had filled in my house, you would see the number eight probably like at least 12 times. You'll see 24 a couple times. Like Kobe just been a huge inspiration for me. And then on and off the court too. Off the court, he's he's a great role model, you know, great father. He's great for the place of LA. And um, I think like hearing about his death, like it, it definitely did hit me because we had a game that same day, but you know, I had to just play through it because it's like, what would he want us to do? He would want us to go out there, Put 120 percent now into every single play. He got so, the win too. That's that's definitely yeah. That's that's what he meant to me. How did the rest of you feel playing a game on the same day that the passing happened? Was it tough at all? Emotional? Um, I, I'd say it was tough. Like not even just for us, like for other people who like play basketball and who recognize him as a role model. Like it was tough, but like he said, we got to get through it and get the dub for Kobe. And for you, Trayvon, you averaged 7.1 points per game this season. But similar to Eric Manigault, last season, you come off the bench. Most people think you should be a starter, but Burton obviously has another agenda. How do you feel about that, knowing that you want to be a starter, but at the same time, you are the first guy off the bench that the team needs to rely on? Um, honestly, like, I feel like coming off the bench, I help the team more, pick it up, you know, do, like, all the dirty work. And, like, about, like still, like, playing starter minutes or like just helping the team out like all around basically. And Burton in the last in, in his interview he mentioned that you are the MVP in the second half of the season. How do you look to up your game as the postseason comes around? I'm just you know just keep doing what I'm doing. Help the team out. Looking to go farther. And Lance for you you are pretty much another score alongside Kamani that the team could turn to at any time. When you're shooting, when you're having bad shooting nights, whether it's mid-ranges, three-pointers, how do you combat that and lift your head up to keep performing at the level the team wants you to be at? You know, something Burton always tells us, me and Kamani, is like every time we shoot the ball, he feels like it's going in. So it's just that that trust that he has in us, that green light that we have to just keep shooting. Because we know like eventually that shot's gonna fall. And Jaden, as a playmaker, how do you keep going back to Lance even after, let's say, he misses three straight shots? How does that make you feel? How do you just keep going knowing that, you know, that might either not fall because he's been having a bad day or might he might finally get one? I mean, my confidence to all my teammates is maxed out completely. I know if they miss, if they miss three shots in a row, he's not missing the fourth one. Like, I, I know... Sometimes you might not do great, great in the first half, but I know second half, they're making every shot, and that's it. And knowing that Lance and Isaiah are both Newsday top 100 players on Long Island, did that up your, did that up your expectations for them going into the season? Um, no. Not at all? You didn't see it as... My, my expectations for them were already at the top. There was, it was no more. And for all of you, I believe, were all of you on Vars last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all of you were on Vars. And last year, your season ended in the semifinals to Port Washington. How does that make you feel now, knowing that you get another shot at a, at a championship? Um, the way it makes me feel now, it 
put like fuel inside of me to like use that. Like last year we came up short with a very talented team. But this year now we don't have to like rely on just one or two people. We have like a whole set. Everybody knows who do what best now. Um, we we have what it takes to go all the way. We definitely have what it takes. So I think, you know, having one more shot at this is a good opportunity with the squad. Um, I think losing those losing that game taught us how to lose. We understand how to lose. Now we're, we're finished losing. We're ready to win. Now looking at your regular season, against conference opponents, you guys are undefeated. Point differential of plus 258. But against teams ranked in the New York Sports Writers Association Boys Basketball Rankings for the state, you guys hold a point differential of negative 27 with a 1-3 record. What has been your struggles against these top teams, and how do you look to fix them going into the postseason? Well, honestly, I feel like every game that we lost was a winnable game. Like, we, did not, we didn't lose to any teams that, that we felt were better than us. And that's, that's a big statement because basically all the teams we lost to were in the top 10 in the state. So honestly, it's just we just have to get off to better starts, you know? So like, like we would get ourselves into a hole and then like go on a crazy run and then just come up short. So we just have to focus on getting to better starts. So you have Newburgh Free Academy, I believe, Cardozo, Brentwood, and I believe Northport was in there as well. Yeah. How is the fact that you guys have such a tough non-conference schedule, non-league schedule, help you guys as you get closer and closer to playoff time? Um, I feel like it's just like preparing us for like higher stakes and like just showing us like just out of our conference, not even just in our, our conference, like there's other teams out there that's like that we will have to like work together as a team to get past and like motivate us to get to that next level. And at the beginning of the season, according to the same rankings, you guys started on rank, went to 15, then 14, then 9. You peaked at 7 and then went to 15 and then finished the season at 13. Do these rankings at all mean anything to you? I don't um, think they mean anything, honestly. Because at the end of the day, if you put anybody on that list in front of us in the playoffs, we're going to kill them because we just, we're just built different like that. And speaking of your practices, do you expect them to get more intense? Knowing they, that it's playoff time? They definitely already have. Like, just yesterday, bringing up all the JV guys, they definitely bring a different level of intensity. You know, yesterday in practice, we probably set records with the way we were shooting in our drills and stuff like that. So, you know, definitely in the playoffs, is something to look forward to. Going back to the previous question, you mentioned that any team in front of you, you have the confidence that you can beat them. What is it that you guys as a team bring to the table that separates you from other teams in Class A? Hard work, one thing. We bring hard work. And just being able to play as one unit. You know, when I have Jay next to me, Kamani, Lance, Trayvon, and the starting rotation with me, and we're all just clicking together, there's nobody at all that could stop us. Nobody. With that game plan, though, when people like Kamani and Lance, the shooters on the team, are cold, how does the game plan switch to get you and Trayvon the ball more? Um, you answer? Yeah, let me ask you. Okay. The game plan doesn't switch. We don't have a, a game plan where it's like they have to score. We could all score equally. We're all capable of all dropping 15 a night. It, it's so is it because you guys have such an even distribution of talent that you don't really find yourself doing a bunch of in-game adjust adjustments? No, exactly. we, definitely, we do in-game adjustments, but it's just like if, if one person's off, the whole ship doesn't sink. Right. Yeah, okay. What would, right. you say, what would you say is the identity of your team? 
the defense, honestly. Same thing Burton said. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> our defense He definitely takes pride offense. in that. He I believe you guys average 58 points per game against opponents. No, no, you average 67 points a game against opponents, and you only allow 58 points, which is one of the top averages in the, in New York State. Okay. What do you guys have to say? What do you guys have to contribute to that? Um, I'm just saying, like, we work on defense every day in practice, probably harder than every other team in the state. Um, I feel like we probably got the best defense out there, to be honest. And is it because of that defense that you guys strongly believe that you can bring a championship back to Boulder? Yeah, Without definitely. A doubt. definitely. Definitely. Looking at your bracket, though, you guys are the number two seed. And if the stars align, you guys will be facing Uniondale in the Nassau County Championship. Have you guys given any thought to that potential matchup, or are you just trying to take it one game at a time? I mean, honestly, to us, it's just another game. It's just another, just another jersey that we had to get past, another stepping stone to get to the championship, you know? You guys haven't given a single thought to that potential matchup at all? You guys have no feelings towards it? Right now, we're worried about Plainview, and that's, that's it. Yeah. No, we're, not, we're not looking at you deal right now. Adding on to that, you guys, your season has had definitely more ups than downs. Regardless, what are some of the moments that made the team stronger, both on the court and off the court? Um, That's a good question. Probably, like, some of our, like, tougher opponents, like, probably, like, Northwood, Brentwood, and, like, always, like, down, like, a lot, and we had to, like, fight together and, like, actually work as a team to, like, find ways back into the game. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, that, that, Northport game, I think that really like, because we were down what, 18? Down, yeah. Like 20? 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, don't matter how many shots are not dropping, you cannot count us out. Because defense definitely wins game. And that St. Dobbs game proved it all. And when you guys get into these conflicts, like I remember that number three, he just kept coming down the court and shooting. And apparently, and obviously you guys were upset about it. How do you get past those moments that you're not like screaming at your teammates, but just trying to find the right thing to do to prevent these people from dominating the game all game long? Like what's play? Yeah. Honestly, and that, that just comes down to leadership. Like, every single time we get into one of those situations, one of us steps up, we all huddle up, and we talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. It's not me blaming Jaden or me blaming Trayvon or Kamani. It's just all of us, you know, coming together. Because defense is a team effort. Like, no one person can play defense. Just like basketball is a sport. It's a team sport. But you need your teammates. Between senior night, the Sinead Brown tournament, or anything else, what is, for each of you, what has been your favorite moment over the course of the season? Just playing as a team. Um, I think I think the Sinead Brown tournament. Yeah, yeah that's funny. That was so, so tough. tough. Yeah. The atmosphere, not even the home bleach, the, nah, the home yeah, bleach the home away. and the away. Nah, so, that, that atmosphere hits so different because especially when the crowd is in the game, like you just feed off of it, yeah. and it just makes you just go like so much harder. And I feel like that fourth quarter, like. Everybody was in the game. Everybody was in the game. The crowd was in it. The bench was in the game. The bench was in it. You could barely hear Bird. So that, that's how you know it was very loud in there. I remember in like the the, the 
third of the fourth quarter when we first took the lead back, and then the next oh, possession, man. Isaiah came down to take a charge, and the whole crowd nah, went crazy. Like, like, we were going, I think I felt a tear or something, bro. <laughs> that, like, was so that atmosphere was was none other. You, you can never imagine something like that in high school. Would you say that St. Dom's game was your best game of the season? Definitely. Definitely yeah. And although you guys only lost four games, what has been your worst game of the season, and what did you learn from it that you will take into playoffs? I think... Definitely Brownwood. Nah, the no, first no, game. No. That was our worst the first game. The first, first game, game we, def- we oh, definitely could have. Hey. Uh, I feel like the first game, because first game, I just felt like such a just, winnable game. Yeah, that, like, game. like we just didn't like. We just got lazy. Like it was um, right it was, down the stretch. It was two weeks into the season, it yeah. was early, and you guys aren't in. You guys weren't in the best of shape as you guys are right now. Nah, I wouldn't say shape was a problem. It was probably it's probably more like our chemistry actually. Yeah, Execution yeah. too. Yeah. Like yeah, right right down the stretch, we were up one. And then fell short by what four, eight that game? That's not. What did you learn that you could take into the next game and the next game after that? Is it just like playing together as a team more? Is it is it experience that you needed to really put that game away? Um, we just needed to play experience. So I, yeah, I guess that's experience. Playing together more, building chemistry. We all know what we all do best now. Better. We we have more confidence in each other. That's that's all we really needed. And not only do you guys have confidence in yourselves, you guys obviously have confidence in Burton as well. How has Coach Burton served as a father figure for the, each of you over the course of your bowling careers? Um, I say he taught me like like don't like be too hard on myself. Like I used to be hard on myself. I used to like tell myself like I'm not good, and he like telling me just work through it, work through it. Over the time, like I feel like I developed as a better player than I am now. Are there any lessons that the three of you learned from Burton that you could take with you, not only for the rest of the season, but beyond off the court as well when you're even done playing basketball? Probably just hard working, like on and off the court. Yeah, just like hard work beats talent. Yeah. Like we beat teams that are supposedly better than us because we work harder than them. We play harder than them, stuff like that. I think I think the biggest thing Burton has taught me is, is accountability. Because no matter what, no matter what, like, like if you make a mistake, he doesn't want to hear no excuses. He doesn't want to hear you talking back. It's just, yo, next play, you need to get it back or you're coming out the game. Like, simple, like, you know? Burton has coached a plethora of players, of course. Shane Gatlin, Jared Roden, Tammy Sapier, Rajon Blackwell. (laughs) What is it about those players that you guys could bring to the program this year? Or finish the season off? I mean, Say that question again. Shari, yeah. Sorry, so yeah, hold on. You have Shane Gatlin, mm-hmm. Jared Roden, Taven. All of them have been successful players within the program. Okay, right. But some of them didn't win a championship. Some of them did. Okay. But what is it about the success that they brought to the program that you guys could bring this year? I mean, I think we can keep up that that same culture, that winning culture that they had. Because I mean, even even with Taven and Rajan, like even though we came up short, we had a great season. We probably had one of the better regular seasons. We only lost one game, really. The whole regular season, and with Shane and Jared, you know, they're 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 legends. They're golden <laughs> legends. Like mm-hmm. Long Island Championship, and they, they they got to where we're trying to be at right now. Yep. But unlike most teams in the past, they have those one to two stars that they can rely on pretty much for the whole season. But knowing that you guys have such a equal distribution of talent. We How? got 15 stars. Yeah, exactly. Oh. We have 15 stars. Wow, yeah. my, my mistake. My mistake. Yeah, I actually well, have 16, but 
forgot about Bert, man. Of course, of course. Our boy Bert's a star. Oh, 17, actually, Henry, too. My fault, my fault. Well, knowing that you have 16 stars, what is it about this team that leads you guys to believe you could win a county championship? Trust. Not just a county championship, Long Island championship, state championship, federation. There's no, I feel like There's back no. then when Shane and Jared was playing, you could say we're going to we're gonna run a triangle or two on these yeah. two players and we're going to stop Baldwin. You can't do that on us. We have 16 players. There's no, you can't You can't say, okay, we're just going to stop him. Because now, if you say, okay, we're just going to stop Isaiah, now Kamani's going to have 30. Like, there's no, you can't just stop one player and that's game over. You have to You have to stop all of us, which is impossible. Yeah, that's something I don't know. I think trust, you know. Yeah. Trust is, is key with, with everything. If you could trust everybody on the floor, coming from the first man to the last man, there's nobody that could stop you at all. With the winning, with the mindset of, of you walk into a game and you just want to just kill and just win, can't be stopped. And you guys mentioned at the beginning of the interview how senior night, it really hit you guys. You said during the National Anthem, Blitz said you cracked <laughs> the key, you guys were feeling it too. That it wasn't your last home game, but last regular season home game. And yeah. next year, you guys probably will or will not be playing together. Mm-hmm. Beyond just playing in college, what are your immediate plans after the season, whether it's a spring sport, trying to get your film up in AAU for scouts, or are you not looking at it, or are you just focused on the task at hand? Um, I definitely want to get through the season first, and then I'll see where my future heads on from here. You know, I don't want to rush anything too too fast. You know, I just want to go every second by second, day by day, and see how far I get. And as you guys are all seniors, what is it you will miss most about repping the blue and gold? Oh, just putting on that jersey, man. I want to hear. I want to hear it from all of you. Just putting put on that jersey is special. <laughs> yeah, I'll go last. Yeah. Just putting on a jersey is so I special. Think those packed out games. That that's what I'm gonna miss. That the crowd atmosphere. That's that's. You, yeah, there's, the there's nothing like it. There's nobody really nothing else. Like nobody else's gym sounds like Baldwin's gym. Yeah. One thing I'm gonna miss for sure. Just getting that still, just hearing Burn and Henry yell, dunk the ball. <laughs> like for real. Burn yells that? The team yeah. dinners too. Oh, the team yeah. dinners, man. The meatballs and mac. That's <laughs> the team dinners. How do you guys want to be remembered when the final buzzer sounds? Whether Champions. it's in a loss Champions. or a win. Champions. Champions. Without a doubt, man. Losing's not an option. Definitely. Not an option at all. They ain't my vocabulary, man. <laughs> but that with greatness comes expectations, and with expectations comes pressure. And the pressure's on for all four, all 16 of you, I should say. 17. 17. Right. <laughs> should we say 19 because of the managers as well? So, all 19 of you. How does it feel to have all these people, not only in the school, but the whole town, in your ear about potentially winning a championship. Some great motivation, man. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's motivation, but at the same time, we can't really listen to all the outside noise. Like, we have to, Burton always tells us we gotta play for ourselves, not play for people in the stands or in the crowd or outside. Uh, I think we, like, we have no pressure on us. Yeah. We've lost enough, we understand what that feels like. We are ready to win. It's not everybody else ready for us. We are ready to win. We're, we're, we're gonna win. What is the biggest lesson that you guys have learned over the course of your basketball careers? Um, um, I think the biggest lesson I learned was to just keep on fighting through even when, you know, I'm at my worst, you know. The past two years that I've been playing varsity, I went through tough losses with my aunt. And, you know, like, 
it's been hard, but like I just have to keep on playing through it. So I think you know with the team that we have now and with everyone, you know, just always so hyped and motivated and ready to go out there and win. I, I feel like I definitely learned a lot from that. Like it, it definitely built up how I, I am today, on and off the court as a man. And you mentioned the passing of your aunt. I'm sure all of you have gone through something over the past four years. But in those moments when your head is hanging low, who is it that each of you turn to for support? Each other, man. Each other and coach. Yeah, we always talk to coach about anything. Definitely. He already, know, he already knows the right thing to say. It's like... <laughs> so the bond obviously expands off the court as well. Yeah. And that, that alone will allow you guys to come together on the court and fight with your brothers, basically. Of course. So now one of my last questions here. You posted it months in advance, 2008, Nassau County Championship, 2012, County Championship, 2016, County Championship. 2020, County Championship. Yes, sir. Is that the, is that the level of confidence that you guys have? Definitely. It's no confidence, man. It's, it's what's going to happen. Definitely. Straight facts. All right. Is there anything you guys would like to say? Bowen Bruins, 2020. <laughs> County champion, Long Island champion, state champion. Bring us right now, man. Just get, get the size. Ready for my jacket. Size right. small. All right. <laughs> yeah.